Channel 905 sounds good, feels good, and on Tasty Thursday, I do have a foodie friend, a very nice chap I had the uh, privilege of meeting uh, a couple of weeks ago. He happens to be the head chef of modern Australian restaurant Cheek by Jowl on Buntat Street, and his name is Rishi Nalindra. Thank you for being here. Thank you very much for inviting me here. It's very exciting. <laughs> uh, but tell us, first of all, how you got into cooking in the first place. I think you've got quite an interesting story because you're from Sri Lanka. Yes, so my parents sent me to Australia. I was meant to study architecture. I was doing part-time kitchen hand in a restaurant, so I was pretty much washing dishes and stuff. And one of the chefs was Sri Lankan. Mm -hmm. And he said, uh, if you actually change your studies to cookery, you can become Australian. And there's so many other benefits uh, (laughs) comes with being Australian. And I'm glad I did. I have to ask, you know, from Asian person to Asian person, were the parents No, they were not happy, yes. Because I come from a family that cooks as well, like they were in hospitality. My parents had their own catering company and my old brother from like age seven, I remember he's trying to like make cakes and stuff and I never liked it. So he became a chef and my younger brother is two years younger than me. He sort of wanted to be in the industry as well. Right. I'm the one who said, no, I'll never be in this industry. And then suddenly, yeah. they're like, hey, mom, hey, dad, guess what? <laughs> yeah, so they hope that I'll actually do something very different. But it was not meant to be. You were yeah. meant to join the family in um, what they've been doing yes, all this no, while. It's like three brothers, we're all chefs. And... For you, I mean, you've really picked up some amazing skills. You've actually worked in some of the best known restaurants across Australia, like Tatsuya's. So I was working in cafes and pubs Mm. while I was studying and then somebody offered me a full-time job. So yeah, all of a sudden then I was getting paid and I started going out with Manuela. Who is your wife? Yeah. I think it's so lovely because that's how they met and it's really a husband and wife team going on, right? Manuela's like... So that's where the name comes from as well. Cheek by Jowl, it means like being close to each other. Yeah. You're working cheek by jowl, side by side. You're in charge of the kitchen and she's in charge of everything else pretty much. (laughs) Including the wines. Very often chefs do have a certain take on what kind of food that they want to create. So for cheek by jowl, what is it all about? I don't have a philosophy when I cook. For me, food is pretty straightforward like you're cooking someone's dinner end of the day. But as a restaurant, we try to create an experience that you can't experience at home. And we try to cook food that you can't really cook at home so there's a lot of technique involved and flavors it's a creative job but you're kind of like tapping into all our senses so right? exactly and that's one thing kept me going when I first started cooking and definitely you've made a name for yourself I think in the food industry anyway I was really pleasantly surprised at how reasonably priced your lunches are and it's no wonder that you guys are usually packed out huh yes is it 38 plus plus for your yes, lunches for three courses and for five courses it's 58 plus plus which is super reasonable it's a nice space great for business lunches we wanted to create a place that's affordable that you don't feel like you're gonna spend a lot of money going mm. in there so that's why i think we have a lot of regular customers yeah our dinner menu is 88 dollars, and that was incredible so i want to come back to what you were talking about how it's a creative experience that's what you're trying to bring for example the coconut husk powder thing that you put in the right. uh, plum dessert that was just what you burnt the coconut husk and put it in this it tastes amazing. I tried to make a mousse out of burnt coconut husk. It tasted disgusting. (laughs) And then when we made the meringue, it gave a very complete Mm. different experience. becomes crispy and it has flavor. You get that ashy sort of grainy Mm -hmm. texture when you eat it. But it works in a meringue. Yes. And another one that I was kind of impressed with was your cured mackerel because you took the mackerel bones and you made them into a crust for the fish, which was 
kind of crazy as well. Yeah, so <laughs> I wanted to make a sauce out of the bones. And the sous chef, Mark, he's the one who said, before we make the stock, we should cure it, then roast it, then maybe smoke. Then we make the sauce out of that. So yeah. it'll have more flavor. And I'm like, oh yeah, it's a good idea. And he roasted the bones. Yeah. And we started snacking on it. It tasted really, really nice. Kind of like garopok or chips, right? <laughs> Pretty much. And to be honest, it tasted like fried fish that you get in economy rice. Like it's really like tasty. Yeah. yeah. Like, oh, why don't we make it do a crumb? So yeah, that's where that came from. It wasn't too far off that you don't recognize the food that you're serving, but there are these little touches which are really innovative and surprising. And I guess that's why I really enjoy the dinner at Cheek by Jiao. Um, when it comes to you eating and not cooking for other people, though, I'd be interested to find out where do chefs eat in Singapore? What do they eat? I'm sure our listeners would be interested too. So uh, stick around. We'll come back and we'll chat with uh, Chef Rishi about that. And I'm sure he has a few recommendations for us. Don't go anywhere.